Welcome to This is the Author, where authors talk about narrating their audiobooks. Today in the studio. Hi, this is Mark Chernoff. And Angel Chernoff. If we had to describe what it was like to record our audiobook in just one word, I would say a privilege. Wouldn't you agree? Yes, I would say the same along those lines. I would say spoiled. Yeah. We're very fortunate to be able to write a book, let alone to then narrate it. Yeah, in this beautiful space here. I mean, it's a privilege to be here and to be able to do this. It's a great experience. And being able to do this with my wife even makes the process brighter. So it's been a privilege to have recorded this book. Now, what planted the seed for this book idea? What inspired us to write it? The journey started over a decade ago. I'll tell you that. Getting back to happy is really the journey of the lessons we learned from losing two loved ones back to back to illness and suicide and then losing Angel's breadwinning job and the downturn of the economy. Certainly there's people who have it worse, right? But everyone internalizes pain and depression and grief in different ways. And it was a very low point in our lives. And Angel and I turned to personal development. We turned to trying to figure out what were the strategies and steps that were going to help us move through a very moderate but very difficult state of depression that we were dealing with collectively. And that ultimately led to the blog Mark and Angel Hack Life, all of the research that we did that was very selfish initially to help us step through the things that we were doing. Not selfish in a bad aspect, but it was about us. And then we created this little blog, markandangel.com, that was our public accountability journal that started being read by others, which ultimately led to our life work, which is now helping other people through their struggles and their adversities. Narrating our audiobook was exciting and scary all at the same time. It brought back memories of being in middle school and not making eye contact with the teacher because you don't want to be picked to read in class. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good reminder. Some, some of these words are hard, hard to pronounce. It's different writing uh, and reading something on paper or on a computer than it is actually reading it and citing it like right then and there, like in enunciating properly, pronouncing things properly. Yes, but once you got into the groove of it, it was a lot of fun because we wrote this book. So these are our words. So it was exciting then to deliver them in a different avenue that we're not used to. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. I realized that I had trouble pronouncing lots of words. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there were several that we came up on, especially Angel. She was like, uh, no, forget that. <laughs> Too many to list. <laughs> Too many to list. We're excited about getting this audiobook out to our community. This is a platform that we do not usually partake in. We are new to audiobooks. We do not have any audiobooks out with our voices. So I'm excited about getting this content out to our community in this platform to actually get into our readers' ears and let them hear our voices and our excitement when delivering this information. Yeah, I agree. It's kind of cool. We, we do a lot of live events, but that's completely different from reading your book, right, that you wrote. It's going to be really nice to be able to hear the feedback from our readers in our community on a narrated book as opposed to being at some live event or just reading an article online or reading a book. If we weren't going to record our own audiobook, we would cast my grandmother 
We mentioned my grandmother, a very wise woman, Zelda, and she passed away just over a decade ago. She was a wise, courageous soul who taught both of us so much and taught me so many life lessons, worldly lessons from the time I was a kid through my 20s and into my early 30s. I really would love to have her narrate like parts of the wisdom that she gave me that made it into this book. I think that that would be just outrageous. So that would be who I'd pick. And Angel and I talked about that, and she agreed. Do you have a favorite library memory? I have so many of them, and they're not all from the same library. I tell you what, they can be split into two sides. One side is you and I getting work done over the years at libraries all over the country, all over the world, really. Libraries are great places to work, to read, research, and then to write. So there's that. And then, of course, bringing a little child into the world. Libraries become a whole different experience where you're like discovering childhood again through the eyes of a youngster and going to that children's section. And there's just so much joy in that. Yes. I go to the library at least once a week with my son, Mac. And whether it's story time or picking out a new book of whatever he's into at the moment, dinosaurs, Star Wars, or superheroes, I really enjoy the time when I go to the library with Mac to explore. In preparation for recording our audiobook, I actually listened to the Magnolia story by Chip and Joanna Gaines because it had a husband and wife and two voices narrating the audiobook. So I just recently listened to that one so I could steal like an artist and uh, get some ideas. Yeah. I only listened to one chapter, but Angel's like, this is a great example of how we can interact and toss the ball back and forth for the audiobook. So even though the topic wasn't my, you know, cup of tea per se, but the audiobook was done so well and it gave us a very solid foundation of, okay, this is how it can be done well. This is the Author is a production of Penguin Random House Audio. Thank you for listening.